All right. Welcome to the You're Worth It podcast. Because you're worth it. Okay. We probably do need to have an intro because, you know, bad podcasts had an intro. I'll just sing it. Okay. What's What's the intro? You're worth it. I'm trying to channel um, Kylie Jenner when she's like, rise and shine. <laughs> Trademark it. I feel like Austin can take that you're worth it that you just did and we could just play that. Just put some auto tune over it and then like remix. Yeah. Kind of like that. The trending sound that's like, I don't. Right. Wiggle, wiggle. It's been stuck in my head all day. How's it go? My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. So, I like so it when wiggle, you wiggle, 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 you know, for show, for you show know? or something. And no, he goes, you know? six foot two, two in and a, a compact. compact. <laughs> no, something. I don't know. I told Christine that we, that you requested, we both dance to that. And she's like, what? Brad requested to dance to that. It's funny. That's why it is. It's hilarious. But you, because it fits my humor. Like that's me, like super awkward, kind of trendy like because nerdy. it's weird yeah yeah that whole sound is just a nerd bomb yeah it's like it's cool because it's not cool right but somehow like i know that they took that guy's conversation and that's where they they got that from they just add auto-tune to his conversation but the, right but the first time i heard it i was like i want to meet this nerd like this guy sounds kind of cute wow so i like that it is your vibe because it makes sense oh okay well, Kieran, Kieran's here. He says, hi, friends. Kieran's recovering from his ACL surgery where they took a hamstring ligament and shoved it in his knee. Man. And um, Cruxy's here and said, excited to hear the topics today. So, so the topic of the day, tomorrow we're traveling to Arizona and we're taking Letty with us. So we are going to go over what we did when we traveled on an airplane with Letty as a newborn and then what we're going to do tomorrow. And hopefully it works. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, well, how do you handle like a child traveling? And I think it's just like, it's different. It's different for every single kid because- In every was, single age. You no, know, I was talking to Eddie and they have a, you know, they have a, a two-year-old now, um, but they were like, oh, we just hand him an iPad. Like, they're like, we can turn on the, if we need like an hour or two, we can turn on the TV and he just watches TV. And I was like, what? I was like, if we turn on the TV with Letty, like maybe 15 minutes? We, we, I mean, yesterday was about 20 minutes- that we cleaned the house while she was watching. But she wasn't really watching TV. Right. She, she was, was playing TV was on. She was in her playpen and she was playing. So it was more like she was occupied with things and confined to a space that we didn't have to worry about whatever she was getting into. But she's not one that like, I've seen, you know, like kids hear Coco Mel and they come running and they like sit down on the couch like at one or 18 months and they literally stare at the TV until it gets turned off. Like Letty's not like that. She's just not a baby that's, like, she likes to press the buttons, but, like, she needs it to interact with her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why she likes playing with remotes and stuff is she likes to be able to, like, press a button and see a, a change. So, like, if you hand her a remote with a battery out of it, after, like, a minute, she's like, this isn't doing anything. I don't want to touch it anymore. Yeah. But I'm hoping that on the flight tomorrow, we at least get, like, 30-minute chunks of some... Coco Melon. Like I I think that is the biggest um I'm not worried about the flight to, tomorrow. Biggest? I really am not. Because oh. I mean it's it's a forty five minute flight to Atlanta. By the time we leave Atlanta to go to Phoenix, it's like bedtime for her. So I think that we can hopefully get her to like nap for majority of that flight. 
like she was in her car seat, you know? I mean, it wasn't pretty, but at least she did nap a little bit. And I think she'll nap in her arms, like hold her and she'll sleep. Yeah. I am expecting at least one meltdown because she'll be tired and annoyed and confused. Yeah. So, yeah, and true. what I was going to say is, I think that's the biggest piece of advice I have if you're traveling with a, a young child at all is don't have the highest expectations and be okay with things that you normally wouldn't allow at home, meaning lots of snacks, maybe even candy, maybe a lot of screen time. It's just, it is what it is. You know what we should do? We have time. We should make mini cookies for everyone on the flight. Oh, cute. Yeah. And hand them out and be like, sorry, we're traveling with a one-year-old. If she screams, I'm sorry. And just like literally hand everyone, like if we just did a, like a mini flatty, like an individual flatty in a pack yeah, or something Yeah, it like would that. have to be the allergen-free, like we, maybe the vegan one or the one that we did for- I don't know if we can make that in time and do it, you know? I mean, I guess it could tomorrow. I mean, have all day make tomorrow. them and them. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, I think we, we should do it. put a fat and weird sticker on it and be like, here's fat and weird. Yeah. I mean, how, I mean, do we have room to bring that much with us, you know, but I mean, I, I think if they're small and we bring like 50, you're thinking for the Atlanta flight, right? From Atlanta to Phoenix. Right. Yeah. Four, I mean, how many hours. planes are on that seat? I can look up the plane. I mean, there's, there's a lot, baby. Yeah, I would there say would there's a like lot. 150 people. You would give them to everybody around you, I think, but you know, who cares about the people in the back unless we're like walking up and down the aisle and people are clearly annoyed by us. I'll just hand them a cookie. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's a good advertisement too. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it'd be super easy to make a mini cookies and just put them in a mini bag. Yeah. And then just do a nut free cookie. And then I I wouldn't even worry about like dairy free. I would just be like, this is our chocolate chip cookie. Nut nut free, free, not allergen free and just hand it out. If you have a dairy allergy, don't eat this, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know if the flight attendants would be, like, weirded out by it. I ha- I'll i have to ask Caitlin. Caitlin is a friend I have that. Is They're not going to be attendant. weirded out because it's a prepackaged food from a food-inspected kitchen. Like, it's it, we're a legitimate business. Right, if someone was walking around the plane and handing out homemade cliff bars, then I think you'd be like, oh, thank you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. sealed. It doesn't matter, right? So it's not different there, too. Yeah. So. All right. So tomorrow, the plan. But the question is, what about the flight back? The flight back. I mean, I don't even remember the schedule for that day. It's like an all-day flight. It's like we leave at 10 a.m. and we land at 6 p.m. Right, but it's still four hours and then a 45-minute flight. So it's like the same time in a plane. Yeah, I was hoping that she would take a nap. uh, During the first flight. During the first flight, yeah. The worst part is the lights on and off and the announcements that the freaking flight attendants and... I mean, it's just noisy. So... Tomorrow, this is my plan. This is my scheme. So the Atlanta flight, I think we'll be fine. I'll just let her play. I don't care if it's bedtime. The four-hour flight, though, we're sitting in the front row, and we have room in front of us, kind of like a rectangular space. So I'm picturing that we will block it off with a bag or a foot or a leg on that right side, and then she can just roam in that little section, and she'll... I'll have her nap mat down. So I got a nap mat from Amazon. It's kind of like a big blanket. I don't care if it gets dirty. And that's one piece of advice too that I have is like, don't care that they get germy and dirty because it's just going to happen. They're going to have crumbs on them. They're going to have germs and it's just what it, it is, what it is. So nap mat, she'll play, eat snacks. Hopefully we can put her sleep sack on her. 
give her her pacifier, give her a full bottle and either sleep in our arms or just lay her down. You know, she likes to like sprawl out. How are you going to warm up the milk? Um, well, I was picturing that I would just have warm milk in a thermos anyway. I don't think you can do that. But it, wouldn't it be kind of like breast milk? <laughs> they don't, don't know the difference. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can do that. I really don't. What about if we just added really hot water to the milk? To the milk? Yeah. No, you can't add. I mean, it just would dilute it. I know, but it would warm it up. Uh, she'll drink like room temp or a little bit colder. So I actually think like if you. So the first bottle we would just not refrigerate. You can't pack it. I'm just, I thought we could pack a bottle of milk. Cause I, it's like breast milk. It's for your child. I don't know. We have you to go. just label it as breast milk. Yeah, but they, they do know. it. They test it. If it's over three ounces, they test the liquid. So I don't know. We'll Google I this, know. I guess. Yeah. See, cause you're not prepared. Shut up. You're well, the then, mom. I was expecting you to be prepared. Yeah, that's why. So, Brad, I was like, Brad, I really want to get stuff done today so that tomorrow I'm not rushing around trying to think about all these last minute things. So he's like, Aubrey, what do we have to do? But this, this is what I mean. All these last minute things. You can't, you can't bring water through um, security on TSA. So. Yeah, so you would stop at like Starbucks, get some hot water from Starbucks, put it in your thermos and then have that and set your, I don't know, where are you going to get milk? You can bring milk. I know you, I told you you can bring milk, but I, they told us last time it needs to be less than three ounces in every single bottle and then you can just combine it. Yeah, that's fine. So we'd have like three, three ounce containers. Of room temperature milk? Of It'll be cold when we're here, but by the time she drinks it, it'll probably be like about room temp. Okay. And she'll drink it. And I think great. you have like four hours before anything bad starts happening. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it, I'm not worried about that part. Yeah. I'm okay with a couple hours, like. I know that sounds weird, but unless there's like germs already in it. It should be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is all stuff that you don't like think about, you know, maybe well, in, back when I was breastfeeding, hey, I, got, fine. I have a grand idea. Why don't we just create like a, a like a, a milk station in airports for breastfeeding mothers and ch like young children? Well, there is there are breastfeeding. Um, I know like rooms for you to like actually yeah, do it, but not for like, like I'm talking about like for you to be able to get milk and or things buy, like that. Like buy a whole milk yeah. pre-made bottle. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Or like a warming station, you know? But you know, you know, I'm wondering too, like, could you get by with powdered milk or something? I mean, they, that is another option. Powdered milk. And then just add hot water to it? Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with just doing formula again? Nothing. Yeah, I mean, you I just might not drink it anymore. I think that would be another thing you'd have to test. Like you give her a formula bottle tonight. Yeah. See if she drinks it. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is get on a flight, have one thing of formula, and then she refuses it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Scary. But then, so when we land, we are going to get our rental, which will be pretty simple, but that usually takes an extra half hour, an hour in that No. Point. No, because th this airport, I don't think we have to shuttle anywhere. We can just walk off and grab our rental. Okay. Um, and that's great when you don't have to shuttle to another location to get it. And, uh, it, you know, on Hertz, we're like the gold members. So we just like walk up and grab a car from the section. So it shouldn't be that bad. Yeah. So, like I said, I think it's going to be a long day tomorrow. It really is. I mean, we literally aren't leaving here until f like 5.30 p.m. So 
on top of, right, 530? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get there at 1030 Phoenix time, but I think that's about 1230 our time. It is. Plus the rental. So we won't get to their house until 1 a.m. Our time. But it's like 11 p.m. there. But that just means that Letty's going to wake up at like 6 a.m. our time, which is like 4 a.m. their time. Maybe 5 a.m. their time. Well, I'm hoping that if she's tired enough, she'll just kind of sleep in that morning. See? (laughs) We'll see. We probably should, like, have already started, like, like tonight. We probably should try to keep her up till, like, 7. Oh, she'd love that. Or 7.15. Yeah, she'll be see. <laughs> Wake her up early tomorrow? No, not early. You should, you should need to sleep late. Yeah. You'd want her to sleep until, like, 8, because that would be, like, 6, their time. Yeah. So yeah. it's the opposite. You want to put her to bed, like, later. So we probably should have already been doing that, like, putting her to bed closer to 7. All in all, we're pretty flexible people when we travel. That's so, right. you know, we're just going to go with the flow. But you're right. Maybe you will put her to bed a little bit later tonight. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> what's your biggest fear? Just her just being, like, crying and stuff? Um, yeah, the meltdowns. Um. But I guess another piece of advice, too, is, like, it's going to happen. So be prepared for that. The most of, The hardest part about that is just, the feeling you have personally being like embarrassed, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really care. Like at the end of the day, like babies cry. It's just like, I know how annoyed I get sometimes when babies are crying on a plane. And so I imagine other people getting annoyed and you're like, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like when I, I remember being younger and like a baby cry, like just give the baby whatever it wants. Like, so the baby <laughs> stops crying. Right. Like, but like there are points when Letty's so upset that she'll just refuse everything. Right. It doesn't matter if it's her favorite snack or sucker. It's like, I'm so tired. I'm just going to push everything away. Yeah. So. Oh, we've experienced that, you mm-hmm. know, whenever yeah. you have to try to give her her like baby Tylenol and yeah. she's like fighting you. And so that's what I'm expecting personally. Yeah. I think um, it'll be okay. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, okay. So back when she was a new baby, I think the biggest pointer that I have is like the whole feeding situation. And it was really nice because I was breastfeeding. I just wore a big, it was from Balance Athletica. It was a big shirt, like a flowy shirt. And it, it, I wore it and it just like fell over her. So I would hold her, feed her. She'd fall asleep. And that would be draped over her. So it was just super nice. We brought her passies. So she wasn't eating at the time of takeoff and landing. Then I gave her her passy. So thankfully she was a breastfed passy baby. But if not, then I guess just feed them during takeoff and landing um, so that their ears don't hurt. And then when she was a little bit older, like nine months, she was standing but not walking yet. And we took her to Montana like last summer. That was hard. And that was hard. Um, we just, I mean, we didn't have like a lot of space. So we just set her in front of us on the floor. She would sit down and stand up and play, eat snacks. And I don't remember huge tantrums with that. And I could still hold her to sleep. Yeah, the so. hardest part now is she's just so much more mobile. And like when she doesn't want you to hold her, like she's strong. Like she pushes away. She's like trying to climb out of your arms. So. I don't know. I, I think it's different. Like um, other people that take their 13 month old on a flight may have a completely different experience from us. Like I know, like, for example, I feel like Tyler and Emily would have a completely different experience. Connor kind of sits still a lot more. He watches TV or on his iPad. Like Letty just isn't like that. And not to say that, like, you know, there's anything wrong with your kid if they're more like Letty or more like Connor. It's just like they have different personalities, right? Some people can sit in a car for four hours and go on a car ride and other people they're like every two hours like 
are we there yet? Can I get out? Like, I need to walk around. Like, I'm getting car sick. You know, you've yeah. had those people that you travel with that, like, it, it. I think your sister Leah is like that, isn't she? Yeah, she needs to stop. And yeah, she needs she to stop and back. stretch and, yeah, all this stuff. It's like, I'm considering know. wearing the baby carrier because she still fits in it. Not that I would carry her around, but, like, almost kind of like a car seat. Like, you're in this spot, like, like I don't while know. Like, we while we're sitting on the plane? Yeah. I don't think she would do it. I think it would be a waste of your time. Yeah. I mean, maybe through the airport, like, it'd be fine to wear her, and she'd probably be fine forward-facing. I don't know if you can forward-face in it. but I've she, always, like, lately, I'll have to try it again today, but, like, I, I think I wore her against my body because it was easier. Yeah, I think she would much rather be forward-facing, though. Yeah. I, I think she would have a much better time. Yeah, so The carrier could do that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's I think that, yeah. We don't have a long layover, you know, so... I don't know. I'm like getting anxiety thinking about it. So I don't want to talk about traveling with her anymore. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about it though. But yeah, if you can set up their sleep when they're babies, like set up their sleep a little bit to what you have at home, then, you know, sound machine, sleep sack, bottle, you know, they'll get the cues and hopefully you'll have some sleep in there. Yeah. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. Well, we're bringing the sound machine with us, I'm sure. So. Yeah, we have the portable one and the one that goes in her room. So. Yeah. So. Fingers crossed for us. Pray for us. We'll need it. I mean, every time we say this, like every time we get worried about traveling with Letty, it's it's usually not that bad. So hopefully it continues along that trend of not being so bad. Yeah, it'll be fine. What are you most looking forward to about Arizona? Um, I I mean, obviously seeing my sister. I mean, when's the last time we saw her? Uh, she visited us when she was pregnant. Letty was about five months old. And so that's the last time I saw her, but I haven't seen the boys and Sunny and the baby since. We visited them like, last. Yeah. And I was pregnant. I think that was our last trip. So it was, I was in about February. 34 It was in February pregnant. of 20, mm-hmm. 21. 21. So it's just been just over a year. Yeah. Okay. That's not that bad. Yeah. So I guess 15 months or so. Yeah. I think it'd be so much fun. Letty loves big kids and she loves babies. So I'm super excited to see like we how think she reacts. We haven't seen her around like a baby baby. I think she'll love her. Yeah. I just got to get her to be gentle. <laughs> she will. She'll go pat, pat, pat. Yeah. Uh-huh. She likes to pat on Miley now. And like, I'm like, she like pats pretty hard. Yeah. But I mean, obviously it's not like that hard, but yeah, it's funny. Um, Maybe just like eating some good food and uh, taking the kids out to like the splash pads and a pool. And I, other than that, I don't really think we're going to like do anything crazy. So. Well, we'll have a meetup, I think on Saturday or Sunday at some point. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm thinking like maybe like an early like evening meetup, like something around like. I think it should be Sunday because yeah, Saturday Sunday. is our first day there. I think it's just too much of a jumble. Yeah, like Sunday at like 4 p.m., maybe somewhere that's like Froyo or. Or you could do Sunday spot. evening and we can just leave Letty, like put her to bed. Everyone yeah. wants to see Letty. Like, yeah, but how do I manage Letty and talk to 20 people? I don't think there'll even be 20 people there. Yeah. Maybe true, like maybe. five to 10 people max. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, everyone understands. So, um, and then on Monday, I'm going to probably hang out with Huskers for a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know when and where I joke that I was going to drag him to the gym, but I don't know if I'll really do that, but I expect it probably like I'll hang out with him for a pretty good part of Monday. So yeah, you can do whatever you want on Monday. Sounds good. Sounds like it's going to be watching Letty with the kids, but yeah. It's just a bunch of normal home time. Yeah. Curious how 
to add Letty into the mix. Obviously, there's two more adults, but like they have three kids, so that's a lot. Yeah, it'll be fun though. They're four. Uh huh. Okay, so that's not bad. They I like listen and stuff, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She'll yeah, I think they're good. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been around them since they were toddlers. Well, I just know that, like, I feel like Sunny and Leah are a little bit more relaxed parents than we are. Right. I feel like but they I let their kids get away with a little bit more than I would let my kids get away with. I think they're okay with chaos, but they're not okay with bad behavior. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Okay. Chaos versus bad behavior. Okay. <laughs> like, I would expect some loud moments, okay? <laughs> um. Never traveled on a plane with my 11-month-old. The thought of it gives me anxiety. I definitely feel you on that one. Isn't it funny as adults, you never remember how terrible you were to travel with as a kid? Apparently, I was a runner as a toddler just sprinting down the airport. My poor parents. I don't... We got a leash for her. Yeah, we, we did get one of the little leash things for her. I remember a Disney trip with Ariel. And I mean, I was probably like... I don't think Stacy was born yet. So I was probably like like five and Ariel would have been like four, right? Because she's like right behind me in age. And she was sprinting like full speed. And she fell on that concrete that's like the pebbly concrete, you know? And it it ripped her face. Just. Oh, my gosh. Tore it, you know? Because it's like rough. And uh, I remember like she was screaming and it was like kind of like bloody, you know? It was bad. Like <laughs> yeah. it was a pretty gnarly. Like she just like ate it like on her face, you know? Um, and I remember that like vividly because that was like a Disney trip and it was just like, Ugh. Ugh. yeah, and I remember. It's got to be injuries. I wonder, I wonder how I was at travel. Now I want to ask my parents, like, was it easy to travel with me or nah? Did you guys do flights though or did you do driving? Because we always did road trips. Yeah, like, ours is always road year. trips. Ours is road trips. And I feel like my mom or dad was driving and then the other one was like semi navigating with like a big map, map you know? Yeah. yeah. But also it's different. Like we weren't in car seats when you were five. Like you just sat in a seat with the seatbelt on. Like nowadays kids are in car seats until they're like freaking 10. Yeah, forever. <laughs> like I, it's wild. Like booster seats. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I was five years old, I think we were just sitting in a regular car seat mm -hmm. or like a regular seat. I mean, just with a seatbelt. Yeah, I don't even remember. You. I don't even remember what we did. Yeah, it's definitely not the same as it is now. Like you have to be in a booster seat until you're like, what, 50 pounds or something? Yeah, it's definitely a weight and height limit. Yeah. So technically, if you're still a four foot 11 adult, you should be in a booster seat. <laughs> but my, I do remember my mom telling us a story about one time, like she wasn't giving my dad directions and we were supposed to be going to like Disney and he's oh, yeah, like driving he, to yeah. like Atlanta. Like an hour. Yeah. And I remember like we literally got to like Valdosta, which is like <laughs> way out of the way. And then you had to like cut down and go back around. It oh, literally I've added so like mad. so much time to our trip. And that was before like like maybe MapQuest was around, but like you didn't have like my, step I remember, step, yeah, yeah, my mom's like getting out of a giant map and being like, okay, you need to turn on this road and like come back around. Gosh. It, think about how we used to travel. It really does blow your mind. The MapQuest thing always seemed like great at the I, time. I mean, babe, think about it. Like whenever I, I remember when I went to OCS, I had a Garmin in the car, like navigating right, me yeah. on the way. Like we didn't, I didn't have... I, we printed out MapQuest directions too, like just in case something happened, but like... No, the first time I ever saw like a Garmin, you know, navigator in the car was when my sister lived in LA. That was when I was... Like 18. in the car, in the car? Or like... Yeah, in the car. I forget okay. what they called it. But. Ours was... No, I'm just talking about like the suction to the oh, windshield yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's like something you buy and install yeah. in your car, yeah. Yeah, that's why I had like the one that like suction to the windshield. It just blows my mind that like that's how we used to be and now we have like... And sometimes it wouldn't work correctly. I know. That's why I had the map quest as yeah. like my backup, you know? 
And I, I drove like all the way to Jacksonville and then Jacksonville all the way up to New York City. And then and then we stayed the night in New York City and then went from New York City to Rhode Island. And so that was a long trip. Mm. And you didn't have like telling you like, oh, there's traffic here. Take this route instead now. It was just go. Well, guys, thank God we don't have that anymore. It is really wild. Do you think about just like how much things have changed in 10 years? Well, and how much we rely on technology. Uh, it's kind of scary, actually, because what if it all disappeared? Like, what would we do? I mean, I can still read a map. Uh, do you own a map? What do you mean? Like if the internet was gone? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you own an actual roadmap? Well, I mean, baby, there's technology like built into our car. Like there's navigation. Like you can't, just can't just be erased. But no, I don't. I would just go buy one. I'm sure there's <laughs> places that still sell them. I'm just saying like, it, it's just. Oh, you're saying like, oh my gosh, the, all the maps in the world have been erased from the internet. No, like good I'm luck getting anywhere. Like, uh, what if they're not? really available anymore because nobody needs them so they're not printed but to print them you'd need technology to print them out that's such a <laughs> weird way to think about things so um yeah i don't i don't think that's really how it works <laughs> so i mean yeah I'm i mean worst case scenario thinker yeah it would just take someone a little bit of time because they still exist i mean i bet my parents still have that giant it was like a it was like a it looked like a book if the end of the you world like type the thing happened, not end of the world, I'm saying like something weird like that happened, I'd just be like, peace out. I'm going to Montana. I got to go see my family. I don't understand why you would go to Montana. I don't know. Like, Cause wh- I'd rather be there. Cause you just feel like there's more nature. So you could just like hunt um, and gather better. Yeah. My parents know how to be self-sufficient. Yeah, that's probably true. But I mean, the weather is not really conducive with being self-sufficient. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you right true. now, if if the, if you were talking about like the end of the world and like air condition wasn't working, yeah, you'd catch me in Montana real fast too because I would not be living in Florida. But at with the no same time, you can grow so much here. So like, oh my I gosh, could you imagine how hot it would be? I literally would just like lay in a pool of water all the all the time. <laughs> I would go find a spring, like a natural spring, and I would just be near it twenty four seven. Oh my gosh, how did we get on this topic? Cyber warfare. I'd get lost driving around my own town. Yeah. I mean, sure. I definitely use GPS all the time when I lived out, like, in Bremerton, Silverdale area. I, like, used it even when I didn't need to use it to, like, help me get places. And then <clears throat> a lot of times I just wouldn't pay attention to it. And then I would look at it if I felt like I needed to take a different route or there was a lot of traffic to see if that was necessarily the quickest way. How long do you live in a place before you feel like you stop using GPS? A year. Really? Because I lived stop, there for three though, years and I still because- use it, I feel like. Well, when I lived in like Kirkland outside of Seattle, I didn't use it to go to like certain places, but anywhere new. Yeah. I'm going to use it. Yeah. Even if you so like I, I in general knew how to get to the new place. Um, so I technically still kind of use it everywhere because it'll give you the best route and the, the fastest route. So do it's you, not do, really do, about. Do you use it here? Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you used it to go to King Griffin Park the yeah, other Yeah, like, day. I don't know where that park is. I wouldn't have used it to go to King Griffin Park. Oh. But. It gave me the fastest route, though, so. It didn't, really. I took <laughs> you on the fastest route. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I guess that's interesting. I feel like if you don't, if you didn't grow up at that place, you probably just use it all the time. I never really thought about that. You probably use GPS, like, all the time if you didn't grow up there. Mm-hmm. You would need it. Yeah. Like, even if you've lived somewhere, like I said, in Silverdale, I lived there for three years, and I still used it. Yeah. Even to go to like like my work because I would be like, I don't know today what's going to be the quickest route because there's like three different routes to get there. And because of like base traffic and stuff, I don't know which one's going to be quicker. So that is pretty quite crazy to think about. It's wild. Wait, so what's your biggest fear for tomorrow? 
I mean, I kind of said it just like her losing her shit, you know? Oh, okay. I mean, it's just like, you, it's kind of embarrassing because you're just like, ah, sorry, I can't get my child to stop crying. <laughs> you know? Like, we haven't even tried her headphones on her to see if she'll wear them. Like, oh, we watch. didn't order those soft ones. I didn't know you wanted us to. Oh, yeah, we should have done that. Maybe Target has them? Probably no. not. I'll, I'll look, but I doubt it. Yeah. So, oh, well. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. They make these like soft Bluetooth headphones that's like a headband that goes on kids. And so it's like easier to keep them on them than rather like an over the ear headphones like these. And I'm assuming you wouldn't put like ear pods in a kid's ears, but. No, she would just eat them. <laughs> yeah, she probably would try to eat them. But I don't know. I guess. So, so what do you have? Are we rotating toys? Do we, I know we have snacks. Like what's your plan of action if she doesn't sleep? Uh, Screen time. Yeah. Snacks. Uh, walking up and down the aisle. Um, random objects. I'm bringing a roll of blue tape because that was something su- suggested, like sticking it on walls and then pulling it off. Like, it's not going to hurt the airplane, so might as well just do it. Um, I don't know. Just anything with buttons and turning off and on. Like, I don't care what she plays with as long as she's happy. Yeah. So. Are we bringing the blackout shades? No, they don't stick to the, they don't suction to anything on a plane because the plane has like textured walls. So it's just useless in my opinion. Um, she'll have her nap mat and then, I mean, we can't really do anything to cover her. You You're going to bring like a blanket or anything? I mean, the nap mat has a blanket built in, okay. but I'll probably, and I'll, so I'll probably bring so like So there's no bl- way of like blacking out where she's sleeping then? I'll bring that black and leopard blanket, and it's. Like I was gonna say because at worst case scenario, I feel like if she's build under, like a yeah, we'd make a TP type situation. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is hard. Um, are we bringing a car seat? So today I've got to take the car seat out of Aubrey's car, and you. I brought, have a dolly, uh, a dolly, so yeah, uh, we're gonna put the car seat and the base on the dolly, and that is what we're gonna use if we wanted to like push her around the airport or drag her, basically, <laughs> because you can buckle them into it. So we're going to just test that out, make sure it works. And then at the gate, you check that um, whole system with a car seat cover. I bought a cover for the entire car seat. And then we'll get it, you know, when we get off and on each plane. I'm also going to bring an umbrella stroller, but because we'll need like... Oh, the the miniature Yeah, just like the full foldy one. But I don't know where to put that quite yet. Um, I'm hoping I can maybe bungee it to the dolly somehow so so that they take both at the right so i can just cover it all and because otherwise it's kind of awkward like i don't know where i'll i'll fit it how much is that stroller the like how what does it cost yeah um 50 bucks i think i mean is it worth it just to go to target and buy another one for 50 bucks and just like leave it at leah's house yeah, I mean, I yeah. If the dolly works as kind of like a stroller type thing, then we don't need to bring one. I can, I guess, I can ask her if she has like an umbrella stroller. But you know, it's, they have twins, so I don't know if they just have like a double. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe know. they have two doubles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. They may have two double strollers, and it's like okay, then you know, their youngest. I don't know if I'm allowed. Yeah, whatever. Loxley <laughs> can be in one, and and Scarlett can be in the other, and then the twins can be in the other one. I don't know. Um, we didn't get an extra seat for her. She's, no. We just didn't want to pay for that. I'll be honest with you. We're fine first class. Um, 
we use points, so it's not our money. Um, but we, you know, are in the front row of the first class, so there's plenty of room for her. Um, and you know, obviously the first class seats are two by two, so it would be weird to have an extra seat. She'd be like sitting next to Aubrey and then I'd be across from her, I guess. The only reason I would ever get an extra seat is to put the car seat in there and have her buckled in because people have said like, that's a great way for your child to be kind of restrained, restrained. It's, you know, like a long road trip. You're keeping them in the car seat. So I, I do like that idea. Uh, we just didn't want to do it this time. Yeah. I mean, when I, when she's two Mm -hmm. and I have to pay for the seat regardless, then sure. But while she's free, I'm going to take advantage of it being free. Oh, yeah. For you know, sure. I, it's like, and flights right now are expensive, like super expensive. I need to look at summer shredding tickets, too, because, like, they're really expensive right now. So I need to get them. Why are they so expensive? Well, gas prices have gone up. I heard a lot of people are doing last minute traveling, so they're taking advantage of that, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, a car seat, but that would be a lot to carry. So, I mean, honestly, if you had the Duna, that'd be great. But I actually don't know. I didn't do any research about the Duna um, being able to be in a seat on the flight. I know the car seat that I got is airport airplane approved. So that's just something you look for in each car seat is like if it's airplane approved. It's just the way it attaches. Yeah, it's something about the way it's going to fit in the seat and be safe for actual flight. Like, I, I don't know what the standards are, but there's some car seats that they don't work. Interesting. It's interesting. It's kind of like those TSA locks on uh, on suitcases. Like, you know, when you go on Amazon, you're looking for like traveling suitcases. Some of them say like TSA approved locks, which means that you can lock them and TSA can get into them if they need to inspect your bags. Because if you lock your suitcase and TSA can't get into it, they'll cut your lock or they'll make you come open it for them so they can inspect your suitcase. Right. And so it's like, I've never understood like why all locks wouldn't just be TSA approved locks for luggage unless people are worried about like traveling places and people having some kind of ability to get into it because it's a standard like TSA lock that's easier to get into. I don't know. That's the things I think about. Is that weird? <laughs> no, it's not weird. I just don't know. Uh, thankfully we have Caitlin to ask for a flight attendant. Um, we have some flight attendants to follow us too. I'm sure we can ask them as well. Yeah, but I know her actual number. You yeah, but she's also brand new. Yeah, but she w- could be. I don't know, Brad. I'm still going to ask her freaking questions, okay? That's I don't fine. know anybody else. And she f- doesn't fly for Delta, which is what we're flying, right? Right. She flies for Southwest. Yeah. So maybe she can get hookups on plane tickets to Hobby for summer shredding. Jeez. Should ask. I don't know. Maybe. But all right. Well, that's that's what I was hoping for. It was a good podcast. <laughs> Traveling. With the toddler, pray for us. We'll let you know how it goes, really. Oh, yeah. We'll give you all the pointers. But that's really my best advice for traveling with a newborn and a toddler is just be flexible. Yeah, just be just be ready to be a Have a baby carrier, for sure. Yeah, rotate snacks, rotate toys. If you can fly with someone else, there's just power in numbers. Yeah, I felt so bad. We saw a lady one time. It was her by herself with what, like four kids or two kids? Two kids. It was like a newborn. And, uh, she had a newborn and then like a seven-year-old. And at one point, the seven-year-old had to go to the bathroom. And so she's like, well, I, I can't really go with you because I can't fit in there. So he walked up there by himself and then had some trouble and came, he came out, out with, with his, his pants, pants down. down. Yeah. And so the flight attendant ended up holding the baby and she was able to help her son. So anyway, it was it was just hard and it takes a village. But thankfully, flight attendants kind of they help you 
you know? have, have you ever thought about using the service when you travel where you basically rent out baby equipment from somewhere, wherever you're going? Um, they did that. Um, Hayden yeah, they and did, them that, did here. that here whenever I they were traveling. They rented like toys and stuff like that. But we're going to a place that has other toys kids at it. Stuff. So there's toys and all that stuff there. So equip. Oh, that's cool. Oh, uh, we'll look into it. But I, we haven't just because everywhere we've been traveling has been like kid stuff is already there. Right. So, you know, but the flight to the flight to Atlanta is like literally 45 minutes. I think it's like a literally you're an hour on the plane by the time you board, take off and land. It's like an hour and 10 minutes total time on the plane. And then the flight to Arizona is like four and a half hours. So that's the the rough one. I think we take off at like. I don't know. Seven, and we get there at ten. Ten thirty. Because it's like four hours and three hours of time change. You go from East Coast to West Coast time because Arizona right now is on Pacific, Pacific time because they don't change their time zone. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> well, all right. Wish us luck. We will talk to you guys in the next podcast. We'll tell you all about it, and of course, we'll be on social media. So, and I brought a camera to vlog it. So we're yeah. vlogging. All right. All right. Have a great one. You're worth it.